Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And it is our pleasure to welcome to the program the great Dick Vermeil. Coach, good morning. Good morning. How is everything in St. Louis? Everything is wonderful in St. Louis, and I know our audience is thrilled to hear from you. Always love to hear from the Hall of Famer, Dick Vermeil. And and before we get into a little uh, St. Louis Rams nostalgia, uh, if you could share with our audience uh, what you have going on, because uh, you will be part of the Rockhurst University Leadership Series Luncheon in St. Louis, and that is coming up on October 12th. You can find out more about it at rockhurst.edu. E-D-U. I think uh, some of your uh, former players might be uh, in attendance as well. Tell the audience uh, what you have going on, Coach. Well, you know, uh, I was asked if I would come in and speak, and I very seldom ever turned down an invitation to come back to St. Louis, and it gives me a chance to say hello to friends. You know, Mike Martz now has moved back there, and Orlando lives here. Mike Jones lives there. So, uh, you know, I'll be able to see some people, possibly, if they're able to attend the luncheon. And I'll come in the night before, eat dinner, uh, at noontime and fly home that evening. But uh, I'm looking forward to being there. It's always good to come into St. Louis. You are well known as one of the best speakers from a motivation standpoint, from a story standpoint, from an amusing anecdote standpoint. Uh, when you're talking with people such as this event at, uh, in St. Louis, but it's the Rockhurst University Leadership Series Luncheon, what is, what is your uh, approach uh, when you're when you're talking now back in the day perhaps motivation is that still what you're what you're reaching people with well you know it's a leadership seminar type activity so I, I talk a little bit about the philosophy of leadership I developed over the 35 years of coaching and when I got out of coaching and finished coaching as a chief so I started writing down different things that I believe in and organizing it and I've used it uh, many many times in corporation speaking engagements and always received a pretty good uh, uh, you know, notice on it. People enjoyed it. And I, I, I keep studying leadership myself and uh, trying to uh, learn how to better express what I believe. And I enjoy doing it. I don't get many opportunities anymore. Get it, You know, at my age, uh, to go for the younger people. But uh, I enjoy it, and that's why I do it. Well, people will love hearing the stories. They are classics and also uh, really wonderful guidance on leadership and self-motivation. It is coming up at the Ritz-Carlton in St. Louis. If people would like to be a part of it, rockhurst.edu. Dick Vermeil speaking at the Rockhurst University Leadership Series Luncheon in St. Louis coming up in mid-October. So, Coach, how are you spending most of your time these days? Football season ramping up. You're freshly inducted into the Hall of Fame. How are you spending? your days now well you know i live on 100 acres of ground so i've always had something to do outside especially since the storm came through here two weeks ago and yeah. wax is pretty you know when i work the wine business i will fly to california tomorrow morning and i'll be out there for three weeks at drive tractor during the harvest so the harvest is going to be a little later this year 
So promises to be uh, a great volume and, and great quality this year, maybe better than many years in the past. So I'm excited about that. And uh, we'll have our wine club event held at the uh, Mending Wall Winery where our wines are made uh, uh, during my stay out there. And uh, I'll see friends in the Valley. I have my brothers and sisters that live out there. And Carol has cousins. And so uh, that's how we'll do it. But I, I enjoy that time out there. You really feel at home when you get back to where you were born and raised. Uh, when when you are on radio in St. Louis or television in St. Louis, it immediately puts those who were able to recall that incredible season, that incredible run, uh, in a good place because it brings back so many great memories. I'm curious because sometimes you'll hear kind of inside words, so to speak, from coaches or players who have a sense that they're about to surprise people, whether it be in college football, which you've been a part of, of course, or in the NFL. And if you could take me back before Trent Green got injured, were you sensing that you guys might be on the verge of surprising people in 1999? Well, prior to the opening of training camp, I told John Shaw, our president, and Jay Zygmunt that we would be a playoff team. <laughs> and John said, I don't want to hear it. I've been told that many times and so far. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, they, they had worked extremely hard for two years in preparation for that third year. The draft people, Charlie Army and John Becker and staff have done a good job. And, I, you know, my coaching staff was outstanding. And Mike March came in and Al Saunders came in. And John Masco came in to, to take that over offense and try to upgrade what we were doing. And they certainly did. But I, I really believed we were a playoff team because I've been on playoff teams right. before. I know look like i know how they practice i know how they play yeah but i thought this would be a a good playoff team i never did i think we'd be a world championship team you know uh you just you know you go play every game you know and each week you see yourself doing something better but by the end i think it was the fourth week when we beat the 49ers soundly for the first time in 17 years I know I told the whole team that Monday in the meeting room that there was only one team in the NFL that could beat us, and fortunately for them, they're all sitting in this room. Wow. So we, we just have to keep doing what we're doing and don't get cocky and keep working and try to get better every day and you know, and remain disciplined and uh, focused, and we could win it all. And I, I said, I don't want to read this in the paper. I don't want to hear it on the radio. I'm holding you responsible for keeping it to yourself but really thinking about what we have the opportunity to do. Dick Vermeil is our guest here on Balloon Party 101 ESPN and on YouTube on the 101 ESPN channel. And if I'm not mistaken, it was after that game when the great 49ers legend Bill Walsh came in yeah. during your press conference, didn't he? What did he say to you? <laughs> he said, you're going to win it all. <laughs> <laughs> Secrets out. Yeah, you know, and he's an old, old friend. All right. But uh, he didn't need to say that. He walked in during my press conference after the game. But in fact, as I turn my head to the left, there's a picture of Bill and I standing there <laughs> that evening in, in, in the dome there in St. Louis. So I think about him often. You know, he was a, he was a football and a great friend. And uh, But he did say that. Yeah. That's incredible. Well, he, he knew what he was talking about. He had certainly uh, done it himself. I, I want to get your perspective on this. A lot of people talk about that 49ers game as the moment where they believed as well, and, and you're, you're citing it as, as a significant moment for you and your players and your staff. And, of course, the first playoff game against the Vikings and what was a comeback, which might people may forget. But for me, and still, as a lifelong St. Louis and coach, we've had some incredible sports moments. But I don't know if you went from a – when it came comes to football in St. Louis, a 
a surge of energy from per- potentially despondent to euphoria than when Kurt Warner hit Ricky Prohl with that touchdown pass that sent the Rams to the Super Bowl. If you can, any memories you may have of, of leading into that, what your thoughts were at the time, because there are only a few minutes left in the game, and at the time it looked like the this great offense was going to get shut down and, and the Buccaneers were going to go to the Super Bowl. Yeah, well, we were shut down. There's no question. You know, they had a they were a great defensive yes. football team, and that's why they were in a position to to, to play for the championship and, and had been all along. But anyway, uh, it was a challenge. And then they, they fortunate for us, they went ahead and blitzed, and we uh, read the adjustments. So did Ricky Prohl and and Mike Martz and the offensive staff had good adjustments. You know, after the snap to be made if this this if disappeared or if this Blitz happened, and it did happen, fortunately. As I look to my left, up high, there's Ricky. I got the picture of Ricky making that catch in the end zone. <laughs> I think about those things all the time, you know. I mean, just an absolute moment. I recall I was in the stands, and and it was the energy shot up, and it was tough to even stand up. It went from this is going to be a really disappointing end to an incredible season to a ridiculous ridiculously beautiful moment that sent the Rams to the Super Bowl. Coach, I want to I, I want to tell an anecdote here that the audience has requested that I tell you and see if you recall it. I feel like there's a 25% chance you'll remember it, and then I'll get you out of here because I know you have something to tend to at the bottom of the hour. The day you were moving from St. Louis, I believe you were going back to Pennsylvania. A young sports reporter from the CBS affiliate in St. Louis came up to you after you were speaking at the MAC and said, I understand you're moving. And uh, I was wondering if we could get video of you moving at your home. And and you were kind enough to allow this sports reporter to do it. Uh, your wife was incredibly confused and maybe not as supportive when I showed up at the door. <laughs> but but I shot video of, of you moving and you were kind enough to do an interview with me. And it's been 23 years. I look back on it and I can't believe I asked you to do it. But I'm so grateful that you did because it was my first day on the job. Do you recall any of this at all? Because it was an incredibly kind gesture considering you were packing up your life and moving. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember. <laughs> I do, and I have nightmares I about remember. it. <laughs> all right. Well, I, no, I, I have so many fond memories of St. Louis Hill and all the great Italian food up there. My God, yeah. you know, I just, uh, if, there are no negatives in, in my mind in regard to St. Louis. Well, that would uh, I think many people who are listening right now would share the same when they hear your name, a, a legacy that is synonymous with winning and, uh, and nostalgia that will live forever in St. Louis. Those St. Louis Rams teams under Dick Vermeil, who will be back in St. Louis with the Rockhurst uh, University Leadership Speaker Series on October 12th at Ritz-Carlton. Learn more at rockhurst.edu. Coach, thank you so much for making time for us this morning. Always a pleasure to walk down memory lane with you. Thank you so much. All right, anytime. You take care. Thank you very much. That's Dick Vermeil with us here on Balloon Party 101 ESPN and YouTube.